Welcome to God's Eternal Purpose radio broadcast. God has an eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. It is the purpose of the ages. The, this eternal purpose is the eternal plan that God made in eternity past in his son Christ Jesus. And he's fulfilling it in due time, as found in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 11 and chapter 1 verse 9 to 10 in the scriptures, the Holy Bible. It is time for every human being to discover God's eternal purpose. This is the reason for the existence of mankind and indeed the whole universe. And for all of God's works, great works of creation, redemption, and producing the glorified many sons of God. Tune in to God's Eternal Purpose radio broadcast this and every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. here on Sweet Melodies, 94.3 FM. Encounter the living Christ through the Word of God ministered in its purest form, rightly divided to bring you revelation and knowledge of the truth and to give you eternal life, purpose, and direction for your life. God's eternal purpose radio broadcast, very inspiring and very revealing. Don't miss it. The theme for the upcoming series of messages this month will be entitled God's Eternal Purpose. And the message for today is entitled Man's goal is the glory of God. Man's goal is the glory of God. And now we come to today's broadcast message. Man's goal is the glory of God. Shall we pray? Lord, open our eyes that we may see wondrous things out of your word. We may see the living Jesus Christ and love him and receive him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is a very wonderful truth revealed in the Bible. It is simply this, that God has an eternal purpose. And it is first and foremost centered on man. God has an eternal purpose. What is this eternal purpose? Let us come to the Bible to see this revelation. The word eternal first refers to something that is beyond or outside of time. It is outside of place or space and it is outside of matter. Indeed, all created things. And it's not material. In the Bible, in the book of Corinthians, the second book of Corinthians, to the Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18, we are told that the eternal things are not seen. They are not visible. Anything seen is temporal. The eternal things are not visible, not material. Let me read for you this verse once again. 2 Corinthians 
chapter 4, verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Let's go on. In the Bible, the word purpose is used in many places, and by these we may understand its meaning also. First of all, in the New Testament, there is a readily available instance of its use, which is very familiar to all Christians. This is the book of Romans in chapter 8 and verse 28 verse. It reads, And we know that all things work together for good. All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose. Here the word purpose is mentioned. God clearly has a purpose. And it is because of this purpose that He calls you to Himself and to his salvation. The book of John, chapter 3 and verse 16, is an open, wide call. God opens his wide arms to whosoever will come to him for salvation in his son, Jesus Christ, by believing. Such a person will have eternal life. He will not perish again. Romans chapter 8, verse 28, and even verse 29, then goes on to tell us about this purpose and to expand and explain this purpose to us. Verse 28 tells us that it is that you and I will be conformed to the image of his son. Verse 29. So that he will have, God will have many sons like Christ, who will then no longer be the only begotten son, but he will become the firstborn son among many brethren, many sons of God, and this will include you and me. Did you know this? Let's read it again. For whom he foreknew. The word for is explaining and expanding verse 28. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. God's purpose for you is to be conformed to the image of his son. That is your goal in life. If God does this in you and in me, then our Lord Jesus Christ will move ahead from being the only begotten Son of God that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Did you know this? Here it is. This is the very blueprint and the very reason for your existence on this earth today. And this purpose was planned before time ever began. What a discovery we can make in God's holy word. This is the obvious follow-up verse to John 3.16. Again I say, you get eternal life 
you receive eternal life as a gift and you become God's child and God's son. You are begotten as a son. Just like Jesus Christ is also the firstborn son of God. Then verse 29 tells us, it gives us a roadmap of this purpose. Let us read verse 30 of Romans chapter 8. It says that, Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. Are you understanding the word eternal? The word predestined immediately points to something before time, before the foundation of the world, before creation, before you were born. It's outside of time. It's in eternity. And in time, he called. John 3.16, it's a clear verse that tells us he called us. Whom he called, these he also justified. To be justified is to be forgiven by God, to be washed of your sins by God, to be received again by God, to be brought into an acceptable condition before God. These he also glorified. Our goal is glory. Our goal is to have the same glory as God's begotten Son. Jesus Christ. We have a roadmap. We start from predestined to called to justified and to glorified. Our goal, our destiny is glory. God called us then he justified us and then he glorified us. Glory is our goal, our destination. That is what we are predestined to reach in the end. Thanks be to God for his word. What is this glory? Let us go back again to the scriptures. There are two key verses in the book of Romans. Let's read first Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. This first verse is a familiar verse. And this is where we will start from. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This is a clear mention of the word, the glory of God. We are often used to, the first, to hearing the first part of this verse. But we are not paying attention to a most important part of what we missed. We missed the glory of God. God's intention for man was the glory of God. This is the glory that we missed and fell short of reaching when we disobeyed God and sinned in the Garden of Eden due to the temptation by the deceiver, the devil. Let us look at the second verse also. And this is found in chapter 8 of Romans. Let's read two verses to help us. We will read verse 21, but let us be helped by 20. 
verse 20 of chapter 8 of Romans. It's a crucial and further verse for us to know. After we know Romans chapter 3 verse 23. From verse 20 it says, For the creation was subjected to futility. Futility means vanity. All of creation was just headed to vanity. Not willingly. But because of him who subjected it in hope. Verse 21. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Praise the Lord. This is good news. Yes, we sinned and fell short of the glory of God. But there is a word, hope. Creation itself will be delivered. We were subjected to vanity. But we will be delivered from this vanity. We will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the, of the children of God. This verse can also be rendered, will be freed from the slavery of corruption into the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Here is another glory. This is good news. This time, it is the glory of the children of God. Romans 3.23 tells us about the glory of God. Romans 8 verse 21 tells us about the glory of the children of God. Have you heard this before? Glory awaits you. God has eternal glory. Future glory awaits you. The goal of glory is before you. God intended glory for you. God intended that you will share in glory like his son Jesus Christ. Hear this good news. In eternity past, God had only the first one, the glory of God. After time has fully run its course, and God has done the work of creation and redemption, and has worked in us and done the work of glorification through justification, sanctification, transformation, confirmation, he will bring us to the goal of the glory of God. God will have two things now, the glory of God and the glory of the children of God. Eternity past has the glory of God. Eternity future will have the glory of God and the glory of the children of God. Fellow friends, fellow listeners, I came to announce good news. Come on board, come and join the train, which is running through time into the eternity future of the glory of the children of God. God would have multiplied his glory. And do you know you have a stake in it? I came to invite you. Man's goal is the glory of God.
And God calls you today to come and receive this gift freely. John 3.16 It's a call to you. It says, Whosoever For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him will receive him will not perish but have eternal life. This life will bring you in the starting point into the glory of the children of God. It's a call to receive an eternal gift. This is a call to receive the eternal life which is in his son Jesus Christ. Whosoever has the son has life. This is a special life. It is above the human life. It is eternal life. It is divine life. It's a life bursting with glory. The glory of the children of God. The glory of the sons of God. And this life will bring you into glory. There is one more verse found in the book of Hebrews. And this is in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 10. It reads like this. For it was fitting for him, that is the Lord Jesus Christ, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory. Dear friend, you are included in the many. The many stands for multitudes, multitudes. God is in an expansion business. God is in a multiplication business. God is a wholesaler. God is producing many sons after the kind of the Lord Jesus Christ. This verse says, In bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Jesus Christ is the captain of this wonderful salvation that God has prepared for us. God did a great work of creation. He did the great work of redemption. Now he's doing the great work of bringing many sons to glory, of sonship, of producing many sons after the kind of the Lord Jesus Christ. These people will be redeemed. They'll be regenerated. They'll be justified. They'll be transformed. They'll be sanctified. They will be conformed. Eventually, they will be transfigured into the same image as the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, here is the roadmap for us in our lifetime. We are being led into glory, into becoming like him. Each day, we are becoming like him. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 says that each day we are beholding the glory of the Lord, and by this we are being changed from one degree of glory to another. We are rising step by step and being changed into his very own image. 
in ever-increasing splendor. You'll be so full of joy to read this verse beautifully crafted in the Amplified Version of the Bible. Actually, we are going to glory. Our Lord Jesus Christ is leading us, and inwardly we are becoming like him. We are going to become like him. Hallelujah. This is God's eternal purpose. The starting point, fellow listener, for this journey is to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the eternal life of God. It is not, this is not religion. It is about a person, the wonderful person. It all begins with this wonderful person called Jesus Christ. If we do not choose and receive Christ, our entire life will be reduced to vanity. It will be subjected to corruption. The absence of the glory of God is vanity and corruption. Indeed, the book of Ecclesiastes says it becomes vanity of vanities. If you receive Jesus Christ today, the book of John chapter 1 verse 12 says he will make you immediately a child and a son of God. And you will be starting on the road to glory. I urge you to come to him today and ask him into your heart. Ask him to forgive your sins and cleanse you with his precious blood, which he shed on Calvary for you 2,000 years ago, which is so powerful today to cleanse all your sins, which are like crimson and make you white and clean as snow. I urge you to do it now. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the time of acceptance. Let us pray. I want you to pray. And I want you to receive the Son of God, the firstborn Son of God. He will become your brother. And you will become a child and son of God. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, bless your word in the hearts of those that have heard. Protect it. Use it to bring about the new birth and to bring many sons into glory. I'd like you to say after me now, Lord Jesus, save me. I receive you as my Savior. I receive you as my Lord. I receive you as my life. Use your blood to wash me. Forgive me all my sins. Come into me and fill me. Make me a child of God. Lead me unto my destiny of the glory of the children of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much for making the time to join us in this program. God willing, next week, same time, we'll be here on this station to share with you more about God's eternal purpose. We hope you have been blessed. My name is Brother Andy Adeakwa. The Lord bless you. Grace be with you.